New single just dropped today, you guys. Foolish. Featuring Devin, myself, Glow Shine. Just something slight. Just a, let me know what you think, Drew. I'm going to play the first couple of little seconds of it. You the type to be short on wisdom and small on talk. Your mind is feeble. Mine is a landmine to protect the crown. The regal, the poise, demeanor rare. Foolish ones are made aware to shine the bright, the light, the glare. My hemisphere out of your scope, and I don't hope I gain the knowledge and apply it to my dope. She dope, yeah. They popular, but my influence is lethal. I don't dig right around. I'd rather fuck with the people. Yeah. I can go for five minutes or a hundred to the distance. Hey, I hear you, Devin. Huh? All right, just a little sample. Just a little, just, 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 just a little sample. Just a little sample. Wow. We had to cool it off. Michelle, we had to cool it off real quick. We was going to melt the wax. Couple of bars there. Hey, look, shout out to Devin. He started the song off. Wow. Glow shine with the uh, poetic vibes at the beginning. I like so, that. So, yeah, we just that uh, dropped that first single for this project. We dropped in July 7th called Elegance. Oh. But the name of that song is called Foolish. It is streaming everywhere right now. And the video is also out, too. Matter of fact, the video is out. Okay. Hey. I got a copy. I gotta, I gotta, yeah. I got to get it. So, listen. I love you, Pop. <laughs> hey, look. And hip-hop loves us. Hip-hop is for the people. I mean, but welcome to another episode of Live at the Family Barbecue. I'm about to say, wait a minute, give us our shine now. <laughs> it's your boy A Walter Sultan and Imani Shani. I'm just kidding, y'all. Imani Shani. <laughs> and we got a special guest today. Great brother, friendly brother, smart. Intelligent, multifaceted, talented, uh, brand new <laughs> podcaster in the game. We want to make sure that we highlighting everybody who is uplifting the culture and making it look amazing. Uh, so it's our brother, Jewel. Welcome to the show, my brother. Welcome to the show. Thank you, David. Thank you so much. Thank you, man. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. How you feeling, brother? Well, I mean, like excited. <laughs> Um, hey, look! I'm really happy to be here with you guys. You know, so um, this is my first time to ever be out there. So let's, let's see how it goes. Hey, look! Hey, it's gonna go amazing. You know why? Cause you here, man. Oh wow! Hey, look! Well, you know, hey, look! You truly, you truly a poet, huh? Hey, look! <laughs> <laughs> I see that. Hey, look! It's cause you here. So <laughs> you. you know what? We we uh, thank you for taking the time out. We know you're busy, man. You got a lot to do. So thank, thank you, you for that. spending a little time with us. And um, I guess to start it off. Let's just get a little background on you. Tell us a little oh bit how we got here. Tell us, you know, Jewel from the baby up until right here. Just some of the highlights. Um, born in Benin. Mm. Um, it's like a tiny country in West Africa. Yes, sir. Um, mother from Nigeria. Dad from Benin. Um, mm. Grew up in Benin. Moved to um, New York around like my 19-year-old, 20. Mm -hmm. Went to college in New York. Spent like a decade and a half in New York. Mm. Finished school, worked, um, traveled around the world, and uh, moved to Texas. Wow. Yeah, so I uh, I spent four or five years in Texas, mm -hmm. and then I was like, you know, I have to go back to the blue state. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have to, you know, so I was like, you know what, California, why not? Yeah. Mm. And uh, here I am, California. 
That's how we got here. Um, I have a beautiful dog. I don't know if you have ever met my dog. Yeah, uh, man, we seen the dog. Yeah, uh, ghost. You know, ghost. Like hey, look, whenever we seen, when I first seen you a ghost, I was like, man, I was like, Drew must be a good dad because ghost listen to him every time he say something. Oh yeah, he's he's a good dog. He's um, he's dog. such a good dog. Yeah, he's um, so cute. He's, he loves everybody. Sometimes I wonder, like, hey. Do you love me? He's like, <laughs> supposed to be loyal to me. Like, he just loves everybody, you know. So he's so yeah, cute. So that's um, that's pretty much me, you know. Gotcha. I can go deeper. If you want. Hey, look, no, hey, look, we got questions. So what uh, what college did you go to in New York? Uh, I went to Queens College, the best school ever. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, Queens College is in uh, City University of, of, of uh, New York. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's in um, Queens, Flushing. Okay. So I uh, I'm I'm majoring in economics mm-hmm. and minor in computer science. Nice, 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 and, nice. Um, and I, did, I did take a lot of um, religious classes, like, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, um, history of religion, mm. philosophy, and then, like, everything around um, Eastern. Religion, yeah. You know, so. That was one of my favorite classes in high school. We had a uh, history of religion course there. And it was a Catholic school, too, but they took us through the history of, like, yeah. all different religions. It was one of the most interesting classes I ever had, man. I agree. I think that... I mean, I love economics and mm-hmm. science, but I think I learned a lot more from my uh, philosophy classes mm. because it kind of like challenged me. Like, sent me back to like, hey, you know, like I want to buy different books and read about it and kind of like learn more things. Mm-hmm. I think that's how college is supposed to be, right? Like, just learn. Definitely. <laughs> so, who's some of your favorite philosophers? Oof, man, Aristotle, man. Like Aristotle is tough. Yeah. He's tough because of uh, his duplicity. Like, he, how can I break this down? So Aristotle is um, is interesting because I mean, ha- as a, as a teacher to you know to who we know, like, mm. the most famous of all time, he also kind of like you know learn things by teaching, mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of like you know how we get you know to the point that you know like you learn more by teaching by sharing with other people mm-hmm. and I kind of like like how um, he was um, very realistic yeah as a philosopher you know he doesn't just you know stay there and dream kind of like you know philosophize like yeah day. he's very realistic because he had to like you know mentor the world leader you mm. know? so you have to be you have to give some sense of reality sometimes you know to philosophy so mm. I like him a lot how do you think has Aristotle I guess influenced you at all in terms of like thought or even how you approach the world? Um, a little bit until like I started like facing like hardship. Mm. I turned more into like a stoic. Yeah. You know, like I right <clears throat> now I fully embrace, you know, stoicism. Like I'm more like, you know, how to deal with pain and in mm. life, you know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I, I got a real good quote from uh <laughs> Socrates yesterday I was listening to a podcast. I think it might have been Joe Rogan or one of these. But it was uh well, I think I just put up, beauty is a short-lived tyranny. Wow, yeah. Beauty is a short-lived tyranny. And they were talking about it, like, just in the sense of, uh, I guess, people. They are talking about being vain, in a sense. Mm-hmm. And it's like, once you get past that, what do you have, you know? Mm-hmm. It's something that you can use. For a short term in life, because we all, you know, we all have beauty for a little while. That's why they always say that, like, you know, she or he is beautiful or he's a handsome person. But what's underneath that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's really a crutch 
And it's also a blessing, but it just depends how you kind of use it. That's kind of how I took it. It's like, you know, are you going to use it for good or are you going to use it for bad? Yeah. But, you know, uh, it's, it's very interesting because when I embraced um, Stoicism mm-hmm. and I started learning about, like, the, the main people that really, like, embraced them, you know, ancient times, like, you know, you know Greek and Roman Empire, it's kind of interesting because these people, like, in Marcus Aurelius, right, like, the famous writer of, you know, um, um, Stoicism, right, mm-hmm. like, how to... Um, deal with you know aggression mm-hmm. so it's, it's it's cool because these people talk about things and 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 how you should behave toward like adversity mm-hmm. and pain but like they're very rich right <laughs> right mm-hmm. they're very rich you know he's you know he's the emperor like he right. has so many um protection right and he's telling mm-hmm. me i'm reading i'm reading his uh, meditation and he's like when the enemy is you know at your door you shouldn't worry Mm-hmm. You know, you should embrace whatever is going to happen to you. And, you know, so it's, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's easy to say that because you, you're the emperor. Like, right. <laughs> you don't have any adversity. Um, but it doesn't negate what he's saying. Right. right. Like, sometimes, you know, we talk about, oh, you know, don't focus on the, on the messenger, but focus, focus on, the, on the message. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like um, very tricky when, you know, when you learn about your heroes or like when you read about things you want to learn, like Socrates, the kind mm-hmm. of beauty. Of course, beauty is not, you know, always like what you should go for. But right. we live in a world where, like, whether you're like, you know, yeah, it's a part of it, you know. And that's why I say it's like, how can you can you use it? And I think, yeah, he was just using it in the sense of like, are you going to use it just as a way to get something you want? Like initially, because uh, I think they were talking about the. Um, who was it? It was uh, Johnny Depp and his wife, didn't they? They oh, had yeah. the thing going on last mm-hmm. week, right? So that's the conversation they were talking about. And it was just like, bro, like, if you were listening to her, it was like the story was just crazy. It was like she was just lying to herself, like, between her teeth. And I didn't even pay attention to a lot of it, but a lot of people were saying that. And it was like they were like, you could just tell she was somebody who was used to getting away with doing stuff. (laughs) You know, because she's so beautiful. She is a beautiful woman. Because uh, we live in that society, though. mm -hmm. Do you know, I mean, like... You see this in corporate America a lot, you know. Sometimes I've been beneficiary of, you know, mm-hmm. like a beneficiary of it, and I've seen other people being beneficiary, right? In corporate America, it's not about it's not necessarily about how good you are, right? It's how good you look. Mm-hmm. You know? That's true. I, I'm telling that you, like, true. I've seen. I mean, I've been. It, it happened to me, like when I moved to Texas, where like from New York, like you dress differently, like everybody in Texas. I love everybody in Texas, right? I don't want, mm-hmm. want anybody to <laughs> the wrong Disclaimer. Way. Disclaimer. I got to make sure, like, you know, I have friends in Texas. I love everybody in Texas. But I'm just telling you how, like, perception matters, you know, in, in, in corporate America. Mm-hmm. Where you come to work and then they see, you know, they see the outside, but they don't really know, oh, is this, really, is this person really good at his or her job? Mm-hmm. You know, or, you know, like somebody, a woman works in, you know, she looks, like, confident, she dresses nice, and yeah. everybody's just like, oh, yeah, I think we should promote her. You know, mm-hmm. so That's a it, fact. It, it works like that all the time, you mm-hmm. know, and it's, it's sad. Yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah, privilege. People, yeah. I was about to say, because she talks about that all the time, too. I know. And, uh, I know. I know. Right. <laughs> uh, it's a real thing. And like you was talking about, I forgot what you, I know you usually use, of course, like, because, you know, she's in the modeling and acting industry, so that's mm-hmm. obviously a part of it. But even, you know, everything, it's like little things from going to the club to, <laughs> when you're in line at the uh, at the grocery store, like you just see it come out in certain ways. This is like, why they treat her like that and her like this? You it's know, intri- it's crazy, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it 
it, um, it, it crushes other people. Yeah. You know, um, you have to be really strong mm-hmm. in, in this world to be able to to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. have to understand that your self worth is not. It doesn't come from other people. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to say that, but sometimes, like you know, as human as we are, we you really cannot control that emotion mm-hmm. when it, it crushes you. Yeah. And you have to wait for a second and question yourself. And then come back to yourself. You know what? No, not really. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. So it's really not. It's really not easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? What's the? How do we get past that as a society? This is a question for both of y'all. I'm just. This is like you know. I we're literally just work <laughs> at an aesthetics practice where we do filler and Botox. So I have no idea. Uh-huh. Like I just think that that's something that's not going to go away. But I also I don't know. It's just something that's so glorified too. Just like in the mainstream. I think as much as people say, like, you know, natural, we love natural, and just be yourself, and this and that and that and this, I feel like the things that get pushed to us is very, like, filtered, mm-hmm. like, filtered parts of life, like, the highlights of people's life, like, they don't even see, like, you know, maybe that person was just crying 30 minutes ago, but what they post is them so happy, and that's so, I just feel like we're just, that's just how the mm-hmm. world is. I don't know if it is going to change. And I was watching a documentary about social media, like the people who created like Instagram and um, Snapchat and all that. They were just saying that like it it's done a lot of good. Like there are people there are people online who have like solved crimes faster than like the police and stuff. Mm. You know what I mean? Because they get so engulfed in it. But they weren't prepared for like the downside of social media, where everybody is like depressed and comparing themselves in filters. They didn't know how to predict that, and now they're saying they don't they don't know how to like reverse it. It's like one of those things where it's just like once you like see it, you can't unsee it. Yeah. You know. So it's like I, I don't think it's going anywhere. I just think like you were saying like you have to know your self-worth yeah and come to that realization because i don't think it's going anywhere but i think that um there is there is a small percentage of people in this world mm-hmm. that truly know what matters and what don't matter right for sure yeah you know because uh, i always think about the world like pre-covid mm-hmm. yeah like, growing up in new york right like and this is something that i've ne- i haven't noticed in l.a I mean, LA, LA is great, you know, but mm. it's not New York. Like in New York, you, you were in the train. Like I've, it happened to me multiple times when I'm reading a book and then like somebody just start a genuine conversation with mm. me about the book. And then like it goes into like, you know, like five, six stops, you know, in Queens or like in, in Manhattan, mm-hmm. uh, in the Bronx, mm. where people, some people are really like into their real things, you know, like real connection, mm. deeper things. Not the extra yeah. Uh, like yeah. social media stuff, right? So those people have always been there, and then they will always be there. Mm-hmm. It's just that when the fame is gone, you know, when the beauty is gone, mm-hmm. uh, when the the money is gone, like who who is truly there? Who's there for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, do you want to surround yourself with people that just adore those things about you or mm-hmm. about the world, right. mm-hmm. or you want to be with somebody or be around friends or people that care about humanity? And and who you truly are, like what you bring yeah. you know, as a human, you know? Yeah. And I think that even though like the whole world seemed like, oh yeah, it's social media and then beauty and, you know, I don't have anything against all those things, you know, but it's it's about like people that really truly, the people that, 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 that care, mm-hmm. they're always there. Right. And then if you're somebody that are uh, attracted, uh, 
want those things around you, you will always gravitate around those kind of things, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But if you like the, you know, the, the extra stuff, you yeah. know, the fake things, you know, you're gonna go around those things, and then it, it's, it's good, you know. It, it's, yeah, I, th- I don't think it's never gonna change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always gonna be those that like these things and those that don't like these. Those, mm-hmm. those that care about real things, meaningful conversations, like things like this, you know. Yeah, and I think everybody asks us like, you know, why did you you start this? Uh, podcast we did this in like I think we probably started in like 2018 or 2017 something like that mm-hmm. 2018 I think it think it was early 2018 and um honestly it was an ex girlfriend of mine she had called me and she was like you ever uh thought about podcasting I was like nah like at this point I wasn't even listening to podcasts she was like you talk a lot of shit man you probably would probably be pretty good at podcasting maybe you should <laughs> think about it. <laughs> Yeah. So I was like, what? So then I just kind of started diving into it. I was like, oh, this is fun conversations. And just me, like, I'm all, like, Imani, I tell you, like, I'm just always been a, a just a people person. Like, you know what I'm saying? Nothing coming. Yeah. Always just been a people person. And to me, like, the best kind of currency is just relationships. I agree 100%. Yeah. The best kind of currency you can have is relationships. Relationships will get you uh, jobs. It'll get you a shoulder to cry on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It'll it'll get people just in your corner praying for you. All time. And then I think exactly. at the end of the day, like the family barbecue is just like I told you earlier. It's just about the human family. You I know, love that. I love how that. can we meet people and come in contact with people and spread love, uplift others, and just have like real conversations. You know, not fluff or BS. Just about real things. And I think at the end of the day, that's what we had. We had these relationships. We're not here for a long time. Yeah. The world is, what, uh, 1.3 million years old, a billion, something like that. I think a billion. And, you know, we usually, you know, if we're lucky, we get between 80 and 100 years, you know. So it's not a lot of time. So it's what do you leave behind? How many people can you touch? How many seeds can you plant amongst other people's? What can you do? Who, who you've loved, who have loved you. Right, exactly. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. everything, even everything we're doing right here is going to influence generations. Like these conversations, your kids, your kids, Michelle's kids, my kids, you know, grandkids forward, like these conversations, you know. And that's what I just look at it as, you know. And I feel like whatever happens from it, you know, happens from it. But being able to meet people and talk because... It's so much hurt we're dealing with. You know, you see the shootings. Or you're just talking about Texas. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's so much hurt. And hurt people hurt people. And I think the only way to kind of combat that is with love, like you said. You know, reaching out to people, talking to people. And I never realized how many people didn't have somebody to talk to. Yeah. That's real. You know? That's real. So. It's very interesting that, you know, you, you mentioned that. Because I think we have... Without knowing, we have so much in common. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like since I was a kid, I was telling her like we, you were having a conversation about. I uh, was saying, you know, I think uh, people have a misconception of me. Like they think I'm, I'm boring. That they don't, they don't think I'm fun, right? Mm. Because I always gravitated toward like meaningful conversations, right? And that started since I was a kid, right? Like um, you know, like in Benin, we have this because we are fully um, influenced by the French culture, right? Because mm-hmm. we were colonized by France. Mm-hmm. So like everything that we do, like even like the TV that we watch, which is strange, but like everything that we watch, you know, it's like, you know, French based, mm-hmm. right? So since I was a kid, like I used to watch like the same um, shows with my dad, mm-hmm. right? Where like, you know, it's like political conversations or like they talk about literature, right? So I would sit down with my dad and I would watch like shows about like an author, like 
He's talking about, mm. you know, like a spiritual path or his book, you know. So since then, I always wanted to like, when I meet somebody, I'm like, hey, you know what, like, what, what, what do you read? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I've always gravitated towards this kind of conversation, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's how, like, since I was a kid, you know, I was like, you know what, it would be cool one day if I can just like talk to like one million people, yeah. you know. Like, you, you, you get into the train in New York or like you get into a plane. Mm-hmm. I mean, that happens to me all the time. Yeah. And then I just start having a conversation for like the whole plane, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. fly. Mm-hmm. And then those conversations are so, I, I really enjoy those conversations, you know? And I'm like, you know what? There are some ordinary people out there, ordinary according to the world, mm-hmm. that have amazing stories, that mm-hmm. have like real things that happen to them that anybody would love to hear it. But because they're not in the mainstream or they're not famous or they're not like, you know, rich or whatever, like, yeah. they would never get that spotlight, you know. And I want to talk to those people. Yeah. Because I enjoy the conversations, you know. And I was going through like a period of my life where I'm like, you know, one day I'll have a podcast, you know, mm-hmm. because I've listened to podcasts, I read a lot of books, I watch shows about life and human things, you know. And those are kind of things that I gravitated around. Like, yeah. I like having fun, you know, don't get me wrong, but. I like to have like meaningful conversations. I like to, I like to read great books. You know, I have to talk. I like to talk about pe- uh, to, to to people about you know who they are about, mm-hmm. who they loved, what yeah. happened to them, and learn from them and kind of like have like exchange of of energy and, yeah. and and knowledge. You know, so I've listened to a lot of podcasts. You mm-hmm. know, like way before podcasts became popular. Like right? I think where it was you know <laughs> like my my MacBook. You know, and the the the. The little icon on the on the MacBook, so yeah. I listen to like a lot of uh, solo, conversational and like interview podcasts. Mm-hmm. That's how it started. Yeah. So I listen to like multiple stuff. Like I even listen to like you know the Joe Budden podcast. Yeah, like, Joe it. Budden. <laughs> it's fun. Like yeah. sometimes when I you know I want to clean the apartment, you know I just want to laugh and I want to learn about the culture. Yeah. It's, instead of just going there and kind of like see multiple stuff, yeah. I just want to go to him and listen to you know everything that he's saying. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Um, if I ever want to have a podcast, I just want to be—I just want it to be true to me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do something that is not me. Right. Mm-hmm. I've never been like that, right? I'm right. just gonna be me, you know. So right. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna start like an audio podcast. I want to mm-hmm. talk to people about different things. And then when I started like designing the podcast, mm-hmm. the pandemic started, mm-hmm. you know. And then it was like the first thing that happened to me. Like, it's one of my coworkers just passed away. Yeah. I'm like, wait, hold on. Mm. And, you know, something about death is that, man, until it happens to you, you can feel for people, right? Mm-hmm. But until it happens to you, yeah. this is just a completely different experience, right? right? It's like in high school, growing up, like, I have, like, friends that passed away, their parents passed away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, we're all sad. Yeah. But until, like, I lost my dad, mm-hmm. I never I never truly understand what it somebody mm-hmm. you know so the beginning you know the you know beginning of the, the pandemic you know i lost my co- you know, my co-worker mm-hmm. and then it started like increasing you know and until today i lost like 26 people mm-hmm. that i know right you know, like including my brother and including like my friends and mm-hmm. recently my best friend you know like one of my best friends that just tragically passed away wow. mm-hmm. so i was like you know what like i really want to like talk to people that have experienced grief mm-hmm. people that 
have been through stuff and then how, how did they deal with it and, mm. and like listen to them and share the story with the world you know and that's how I kind of like designed like the first season of the podcast because mm. I like you know I like multiple things you know I can talk about one thing forever right, right. so I'm like I'm gonna divide it into like different um, type of subjects right? Right. So the first season will be about grief yeah. which is like something I'm, I'm dealing with right now mm-hmm. and around me yeah. so that's how like the first season was around like grief yeah, and then like you know the next season like next year is gonna be about something else like books you know mm. or, or philosophy yeah I mean strengthening but like people have stories man like uh, like people have really really unique and beautiful even though it's sad sometimes mm-hmm. beautiful stories that they want to share with the world yeah. and I think that um, if I can be a vessel for that yeah you know I will you know gladly gladly do it you know I'm not in, I'm not interested in like because I was telling my friends, I'm, I'm going to have a podcast. Like, oh, you know, like, I'm not interested in that. I just want to, like, just like you, I just want to have meaningful conversations with people that I really, you know, want to know about right. mm. and share the story with the world. Yeah. You know? So that's pretty much how, like, random, you know, convo started. Mm-hmm. I love that, man. I love that. Talk about your uh, first episode a little bit, too, because I had, I listened to it. And, yeah, and it was, yeah. it was beautiful, man. So talk, talk about that and the two ladies you had on. Yeah, so... Um, so um, like last year, um, around August, I was just, you know, like, I go to therapy, right? And then I was, you know, talking to a therapist, and she's like, maybe you should kind of, like, find things, you know, that, that you want to learn. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to learn how to paint. Mm-hmm. I'm going to know how to draw, you know, because it, this is something that when I was a kid, you know, I, I drew some manga and stuff, right? But I never really, like, you know, thought that I could draw like, mm-hmm. or, or paint. Like, you know, like beautiful stuff. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try. Mm. I'm going to learn things, you know, slowly. So um, I went into, like, um, like raw material, which is, like, one of the best art art stores in, 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 um, in, in BTLA, right? Mm. And then I got there, and then Sarah, you know, she Yeah, the one was on, yeah, yeah. So, like, every time I go, you know, I go there, she's always, like, you know, helping me, you know? So, like, you kind of, like... You know, vibe, and we talk about you know things yep. and stuff, right? And then knowing myself, I I told you I always go to like deep conversations. I just I don't know. I can't help you, right? I, I just I have to go there. I don't know why. Like it's just I'm always interested into like the inside of people, like their story. Like I, everybody has something unique, right? And I and I always want to know that. Yeah. I just want because I feel like I learn from people, right? Right. So we started talking about. What it feels like, you know, losing somebody, right? And I just told her I just lost my brother, you know. Sorry to hear that too, bro. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then she's like, and then she says something that kind of like captivated me. She's like, "Yes, I understand you, and I know a little bit about, you know, what that means, you know." So I said, "You know what? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a podcast, and then I would love you to, you know, to be my first guest." She's like, "Yeah, why not?" Mm-hmm. And that was it, you know. And then when she was coming, she said, "Oh, can I bring my sister?" I'm like. Us. Right. So everything was just organic and natural. Yeah, yeah. And that's just how like I like things to go, and, and that's how the first episode came about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's so important too, man. Because I feel like I don't know. I feel like grief for me, it it was hard to not hard to deal with, but I feel like the same with you. I never really super experienced it until it was people who was close to me. But, and I was old enough to kind of understand it. So, like, the first person that really hit me was, like, my mom's mom. 
at my grandma. And I think that was like my freshman year of high school. Cause she stayed across the street from us. So that was, you know, that was super tough. Cause you know, you grow up, you come home from school, she's across the street, you know, so we always had that growing up. If we was mad at mom, we could run right across the street to her. She was you like know, a second cooking. mom. Right. It was own. it. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and that one was just, it was uh, so abrupt. It was like, dang, this one uh, hurt. And that was one of the reasons why when I went to college, I went on the East Coast um, and I picked a school in Maryland because my dad's mom was in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. So it was like a quick drive. It was like an hour and a half, two hours there. And I'd be there and I was like, dang, I didn't get a chance to meet and know her as much growing up because we was over here, Yeah, you know? So being able to know her as an adult and have those conversations and talk to her, like, that, f- like, five, what was it? I was there for maybe, like, six years. And, like, just that time being able to know her as an adult, it was like, dang. It was like, you know, like Imani said, that's like having another second mom. Yeah. So when she eventually passed, it was like, wow, like this is... This is crazy. You don't know how to deal with it, like because it's. I'm just. I'm. I'm so shocked that like this. Like this is someone I was talking. To, this is like a best friend, and and it's just like, man. I feel like just in these last five or six years, I really just started really, really getting to know her, and then she, yeah. she leaves like that. So, it's it's tough, like you said, to even know who to talk to about stuff like that. That's true. Uh, how to express it. That's why, like, I think what you said too. Like therapy is so good. Yeah, therapy is um, great. Because, like, sometimes I think a lot of us, and I think especially as, like, men, too, like, we yeah. feel like we have to be the strong ones. Like, we don't need to cry. Oh, like, I'm, I'm, or we got to be the one to, like, everybody else could cry on. Like, so mm-hmm. it's like everybody can't be. And, like, people have told me that. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, you know, everybody can't be crying at the same time. Yeah. We got to be strong for the ladies. And, you know, it really swelled up on me. I don't know if you remember, Monty. Like, when we was at the funeral, like, I just busted. I was like, oh, I couldn't hold it. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, look, Jewel, I thought I was good. I was like, all right, I'm reading the joint. I was like, cool. And then it just hit me. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I ain't never felt nothing like this. Yeah, like, ever in my life to this day, like, I still can't explain that moment. It's just like, bro, like, the wet, the levee just broke. And I was like, oh. You know, but that was, you know, that was like, I think it's part of that healing process. You know, I hadn't cried yet. And it was mm-hmm. like, it had swole up for almost two weeks, you know, and it finally let out, so. I mean, like breaking news. I mean, like to you and Manny, like I am the opposite. Like you, like I'm. I fully embrace mm-hmm. that I'm a very emotional person. Mm-hmm. I've always embraced that. Like I don't care mm-hmm. what people think about me. Like mm-hmm. I am, and I fully embrace my emotional part. Mm-hmm. For the world, right? It might look that it might look weak. Yeah. But for me, it looks human. Mm-hmm. Right, like I, I feel everything, mm-hmm. and I like that because maybe in like in the business aspect of things, you yeah. know, or in this world, it doesn't look you know strong or whatever, but it gives me humanity and grace to other people. Yeah, mm-hmm. because I'm I'm able to feel things. I don't care about trying to be like a man. I mean, right. like maybe society like that, but I don't. Right. I am myself. I'm not gonna pretend to be who I'm not. Right, right. like. I'm just gonna talk about my friend a little bit. Yeah, right? go ahead. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So like, his name is 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 Boris Vioti, right? Mm-hmm. We call him, you know, Baker, because mm-hmm. you know, he's just like he was just like he's, a, he's just like a fun guy, you know. Yeah. He just makes he makes everything great. Mm-hmm. If he walks in here, like he's just gonna like start making fun of me first. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing here, dude? <laughs> and then he's just gonna make everybody feel good, right? And then for me, 
for like years, like we'll talk all the time, you know, and sometimes like I would disappear, like I, I just disappear and just stay in my lane. And But he would always, always kind of like, you know, reach out to me, like, hey, yo, Jude, you okay, you know? Mm -hmm. So like the week before he passed away, like, you know, I always call him like, I remember when I was in Texas, I got into an accident. He was the first person I called, and yo, mm -hmm. dude, I just got into an accident. I don't know what to do. Like, he's like, oh, make sure you take a picture of the, you know, blah, 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 right. blah, blah. I'm like, okay, you know. So every time I need something, like, you know, I would call him and say, yo, what do you think? You know, like, you know, should I do this or that, right? So I was calling him on Monday. Mm -hmm. I was like, yo, dude, I need, I need you to help me with this. You know, he's like, oh, man, I'm at the barber shop. Like, call me, like, tomorrow on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'll, I'll check it out for you, right? So I called him on Wednesday. Hey, yo. Bobo, like, yo, what's up? Like, what's up? Like, did you figure it out for me? He's like, oh, man, dude, I couldn't. But like, yo, you know what? Like, call me back tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You know, so <clears throat> Tuesday, I completely forgot to call him. Like, mm -hmm. so I called him finally, like, around 10 p.m., right? He didn't pick up. He didn't pick up the phone. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I was like, oh, whatever. I'll call him tomorrow. I was literally sleeping on the couch. Mm -hmm. And then my little sister calls me, like, like, like at 5 Remember, like New York time, right? Yeah, like, New York time, right? right. right. So five o'clock, you know, and six o'clock, you know. She said, "Yo, I have something bad to tell." I was like, "I have a bad news for you." I'm like, "Yo, what's up? What's going on?" And she said, "Yo, Bobo is gone." Yo, I'm gonna tell you something. I just, I cried. I cried. You yeah. like, I, I just, it's, it's shocking to me. Yeah. Like how? Like I just, just talk to him. Like, mm -hmm. is, this, is this a joke? Something? You know? So I was like, how? I'm telling you, like, I, it took me like days to kind of like you know yeah mm -hmm. realize what just happened because when you know that somebody is sick right and he progressively you know like mm -hmm. you're never ready for it you know right, but right. when it happens you know you're like oh man you know this is not the outcome we wanted you know but when somebody is fully healthy and then right you spoke to him it's not he didn't have an accident or nothing and all of a sudden he passed away yeah. he's no longer there I'm my friend i'm not i'm not even gonna pick up my phone anymore and talk to him mm -hmm. It's just like a sharp, like, blade, you know, in your, yeah. in your chest, you know? Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, like, I'm not, I'm, there's something wrong about being strong or anything, but, like, yeah. I, I just can't. I yeah. just can't, you know? And um, one of the things that people say that I, sh I shouldn't do it, I should work on, is, like, when I'm emotionally, like, hurt, mm -hmm. like, I just stop everything, mm -hmm. you know? And then that's how, like, that's why I stopped, like, the whole podcast. Yeah. Like, you know what? I don't feel like talking to people about mm -hmm. grief when I'm grieving. Like, you know, I don't, I don't feel like, I don't yeah. feel okay to do that. Right. You know, I'm just going to like, you know, go through this, kind of like settle down a little bit mm -hmm. and kind of like figure out what to do mm -hmm. and how to deal with this, you know, and, and, and maybe I'll come back to episode two, you know. Yeah. But like grief is, grief, grief is different from all of, for all of us and we grieve differently. But the common thing we all have is our humanity. Yeah. You know, like humanity is human. Our grief might be different, but at the end of the day, you know, we are feeling something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, something that is, is painful, something that is, is just disrupting us mm -hmm. in different ways, you know, so that's, that's most pretty. How do you, like, I guess for both of you, how do you think we uh, get to a point where we are more comfortable, I guess, expressing that even as a culture, as men, and you know, even even women who do, I know, I know some women who feel like they're not emotional enough. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how I to know, express I, it I in a healthy some women way. That I never express their, their feelings. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm like, are you gonna express your feelings? <laughs> yeah. Is it just therapy? Is it like, what? How do you think we 
Right. We combat that. <laughs> I mean, I think it was different. When I was younger, I think I was kind of like the strong friend. So mm. I was kind of like, like how you were like in the family kind of. But like I was the one that people would come to and cry on. And I was the person who would give advice and da 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 da. And then as I got older and like trauma started happening in different places in my life, it's just I think at, at a point it becomes like, too heavy and you get to a point where it's just like if I keep holding on to something and if I keep suppressing something that's meant to come out then it's gonna be bad because I feel like I don't like I've had different times in my life where I've gone to therapy but it hasn't been consistent so I feel like with me like I will literally cry for any reason right now like I'll look at Sunday for too long and start crying thinking about (laughs) what life is gonna be like without him or something you know what I mean so it's just like now it's just like I don't I don't hold it in. And I think, I don't know, it's, I feel like I've talked to you about this before too, but I think it's just conditioning and trying to break how I was conditioned when I was little. And it's not even anybody else's doing. It's kind of a role I took on myself, mm-hmm. not even realizing it. And now I'm trying to break how I conditioned myself. Yeah. Now I'm trying to tell myself it's okay to be emotional. It's okay to let it out and things like that. So I think I'm in my breaking through my younger years of being conditioned a certain way and having and thinking I had to be a certain way when I was younger. Yeah, that's I'm breaking a, out of that now. That's a good point, too, because I had I, I was talking to a friend of mine, too, just about uh, sometimes the unneeded pressure, stress, anxiety we put on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just kind of unwarranted. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And it could be from stresses from the world to uh, things you, like, just watch on Instagram to, like you said, even just... Um, worrying about... Yeah, worrying or putting responsibility on yourself that's not supposed to be shared. And I think, like, I know especially, like, and I'm just talking just from a, a, a man's perspective, especially when you feel like... Uh, you are that man of the house or even I got friends who are like husbands, you know, mm-hmm. and they're the leaders of their houses. And it's like, you know, where can I, you know, really express myself like and let that 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 out and feel like I can cry, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Or express these emotions like, you know, to a certain extent, you know, I'm supposed to be I've been always told I'm supposed to be just be this protector. Mm-hmm. You know, a hundred percent of the time, and this warrior. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but like, man, like, yeah, you know, I always ask myself, like, who, where did this come from? Right. Like, who ever said that a man shouldn't cry or mm-hmm. a man should just be like? Right. It, it is dangerous. I mm-hmm. think it is dangerous to hold your emotion. Yeah. I think it's dangerous to just keep everything bottled in in yourself. Yeah. And just pretend to be like strong. You know. Mm-hmm. For me, it's the opposite of many. Like I'm, I've always been super emotional. I'm trying to be less emotional. Right. Mm. You know, that's why I fully embrace you know stoicism, where mm. like control your emotions. You know, yeah. but at the end of the day, like the true nature always come back. Mm-hmm. You know, like I've I've been with people where they tell me, you know what, you're a man, you have to you have to be this. I'm like, I, no, I don't have to. Right. Mm. <laughs> I mean, what do you mean? Like, I don't have to just. Do you want me to wake up and fake who I am? Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm an emotional person. Mm-hmm. I feel everything. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to wake up and pretend that I'm not emotional, right? Mm-hmm. And I think there's actually a good thing about being emotional. Like, if you know that emo- you can express emotion, it gives you empathy, you know, to other people. Mm-hmm. 
like if, imagine like you walk into like a room or like you know a, a company or a meeting or anything right and somebody is truly going through something right and then you're like oh my god get him out or get her out like mm-hmm. you know like we don't we don't need that it, it is actually extremely dangerous like if you can't express emotion it's literally impossible for you to recognize somebody's emotion somebody's going through something mm-hmm. you know like you just want to put like this blank tough mentality of right. philosophy as in you know what no there's mm-hmm. no place for that right but we are we are human like there's a reason why we need like love we need um, um people around us we gather together mm-hmm. because you know we are not just like you know empty shelf of you know strong people that don't want to express you know whatever god gave them you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. i think we can find balance you know you don't want to cry all day and right day, right know, that's not what I was productive say. right yeah, yeah, yeah. but you can express your feelings but still like have a balance you know in society mm-hmm. you know so i think that you should cry more <laughs> <laughs> no for real and it's so funny because i it's funny cuz i was part of the reason why me and my ex broke up because the the emotional intelligence just That's wasn't funny. there and yeah. i i was so much more like emotionally like conscious and he wasn't and, and like you said too it's at the end of the day it's about being a human mm-hmm. and it's just like being emotional is part of being human if i'm with you and you're never crying like not you're never crying but like you never like break down or you never have a moment or you never nothing ever hits you like Psychopath. we're not yeah. connecting <laughs> like it's not adding up something that like like if something happens in a relationship and i'm just like heartbroken about it and you're just like it's right. fine everything will be like what it like like huh oh you know also let me tell you something crazy if you guys are every people that don't want to talk about something that is has is going on mm-hmm. or has happened run hmm I'm telling you, run. Because, uh, no, she, she has a point. Like, how, no, how are you going to be with somebody and the person is not, you know, it's, it's okay. You, like, oh, everything's fine. Okay. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. Yeah. yeah. You no, know, like, we are not robots. Yeah. Not AI. Yeah. You know, it's not a bunch of code. We are flesh, you know. Human, yeah. Human. Emotion. I'm telling you, like, if somebody cannot express emotion or can't talk about things, I'm t- you gotta run. Immediate red flag. Immediately. Immediate red flag. No, because we're human. Like, ain't nobody, ain't nobody got time for that. I mean, nobody's dealing with that. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna deal with like an emotionless mm-hmm. person. Right. This is not a Drake track. You know? <laughs> <laughs> this is real life. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's real life. No, yeah. I told you I was fun, you know? So. You are. You are. Since last time you cried, Mir. I wanna keep it real, y'all. I don't remember the last time I cried. Cry right now. On cue? Cry right now. <laughs> he's not, he's, not, he's not an actor like you, okay? He can't, he can't cry on cue. Oh, brother. <laughs> but I can make you cry, come on. No, please don't. Not make right him now. Cry. No. That would be a good hey, look, idea. No, but let me tell you something. Please don't make me cry. I'm not going to make you cry. <laughs> make him cry. No, I'm not. But like, it's, um, you know, like, you know, like, like Boris, right? Mm-hmm. Like, when my sister called me and she told me about the thing, yeah, I just, I cried for like a long time. Right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, I was talking to his sister, you know, and I was talking, you know, to, like, our friends, you know. And get, I just, so he, he's been working so hard. And, bro, rest in peace. He was working so hard mm. because his daughter's birthday was Saturday. <sighs> mm. 
Yo, when I heard that, I'm like, you know what? I can't. Yeah. yeah. It's like. Because that's, like, that's what you do it for. You yeah. do it for the kids. And then, like, I'm mm-hmm. like, his daughter is going to, ho- hopefully. And then I think all of us, we make sure that <coughs> she doesn't always associate her birthday to mm. her dad. You know, like, mm. things like that. Like, mm-hmm. how can you be human and not, like, feel those things? Yeah. Like, you got to ask yourself, oh, my God, like, what if this happened to me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, what, what's going to happen to my daughter? Or my son, like you know, something like that. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, like, it's true. I'm not trying to make you cry, but like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, like things like that. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, yeah. like it's things you, you hear stuff about, like, like what you had just said, and you just, uh, I think it gives you a lot more perspective on the things that that are so tiny, you know, that we may make and blow up so much beer like oh man my my frappuccino ain't come out the way i liked it at starbucks oh today God. you know what i'm saying like we do we have so many of those little moments during the day that we'll let throw off our whole day like just a moment yeah and uh you know just knowing how precious life is uh like you had just said you know um i'm gonna ask you a question right like go ahead you mentioned the frappuccino thing right do you know like we live in downtown LA, mm-hmm. right? And, like, I grew up in New York, right? And in New York, they are homeless in New York, right? Yeah. But not as much as in L.A., right? Definitely not. No, 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 no. So, no. like, I've been, you know, like, I'll, I'll walk with ghosts, you know, and I'll walk around, and then I bet you you never ask, you never ask this question. Hmm. I ask myself, and this is, when you're emotional, you can, there are things you can feel that other people can, right? Mm-hmm. I ask myself a question. I'm like, why them and not me? Mm. Have you ever asked yourself that? Have, have you ever seen a homeless, right, in here, around us, right? Yeah. It's, when we go down, downstairs now on the first floor, Yeah. you make your left on, on Whole Foods, mm-hmm. they're there, right? Mm-hmm. Have you ever, ever asked yourself, like, why her or him mm-hmm. and not you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and when I ask myself those questions, like, of course, there's a multiple layers and, you know, stories and reason why, you know, they're where they are and we are where we are right mm-hmm. now here, you know, in this beautiful building and right. just having this amazing conversation, right? But like empathy is kind of like trying to understand, you know, like how somebody else is feeling, mm-hmm. right? And I always ask myself like, why is she or he there like that, you know? And, and me, why don't I deserve this? Mm-hmm. You know, because you know, they don't have a shelter. They're just there, and, you know, they already have food, you know. Mm-hmm. Of course, some people want to have that life, right? But that's like a deeper conversation, right? Right. But when you take the general aspect of it and you ask yourself, like, why them and not you, mm-hmm. you know, you start appreciating life differently. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're trying to, like, you know, give love, you know, to those people that probably, like, one million people walk by them and nobody cared you know mm-hmm. because they're so used to seeing that and it became just normal to them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is the kind of society that we live in now where like <coughs> empathy is just out of the window because everybody's dealing with their own trauma true but that doesn't stop you to kind of like extend love or appreciation to somebody else that's living like a worse condition than you, you know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so um i always see life you know in those multiple layers and you know 
what can I know about the other person? You know, mm-hmm. what somebody else is going through, and then what can I, you know, give the person or receive from the person? You know, right. So that's pretty much you know the aspect of the society that we live in. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I always live by that that golden rule: is just uh, treat others the way you want to be treated. And I, I feel like that's the golden rule that everything. And everybody with some type of moral compass, it, it comes down to. Even if you can't give money or anything like, it's nothing. It's it's free to be polite, you know. So it's what, free to be nice. So what do you do when you treat others like you want to be treated, and they don't treat you the same way? At that point, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, at I, that point. no, I'm just fine. No, but I, I, you know, I think a, a part of being an adult too is learning how to, uh, you know, protect your energy as well. Oh, you have you to. know, you yeah. have to, and like it's not always easy though. Definitely not always easy, but I think you know, the older and the wiser you get, like I think you you get to a point, especially when you move in your life. Mm-hmm. It's like I've come to a like a realization it's like if you don't like me it's probably something wrong with you like you going through something and, I and i'm gonna let you go through that and i'm gonna pray for you i feel you, you know? on that yeah and it's like you know i'm not gonna waste my time thinking about it i have an energy like you know that happens with people at work all the time or mm-hmm. you know just someone cut you off in traffic give you the finger for no reason it's like what's up bro I was just, I know. you know i know <laughs> i was i was in the elevator last time and then i, I got it like actually yesterday elevator here yeah I got oh, into the me elevator. and money got plenty of stories like that <laughs> I, told you, right, I, got into, I got into the elevator right and then i'm there and then this guy just looks at me and then he does this i'm like what you mean <laughs> what you mean i asked him like what you mean like and he's like it's too much it's too much i'm like wait my energy is too much for you and he just, like, got to the first place, he just died off, you know? I'm like, somebody, something's wrong with him. Like, like I, I, I have, like, I, I make eye contact, mm-hmm. you know? I'm a shy person, but, right. like, I make eye, direct eye contact yeah. with people, you know? And I think that kind of like, bothered him. Like, yeah. Maybe he had, he had a devil in him, and he was like, oh. <laughs> I was to say, that was a demon. He's like a demon. He's um. like, ah, oh, no. <laughs> Preach on him. That's what you encounter. No, but it's like, like I'm not a preacher, so I'm like, dude, yeah. relax. Yeah, but it's like you know, Imani always talks to me. She was like, you know, she'll ask you, or, or she won't ask you, but she'll ask me, like, you know, how you how you just end up meeting all these people, like, you know, even in yeah. the building or walking about. It's like I just yeah. you just talk to people. Like I'm I'm really comfortable just being like, hey, like, what's going? Like, what, like, what you about? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Same, same, yeah, same you know, here. like, and it could be anything. It could be the shirt you're wearing. It could be the hat, and you know, and like a lot of times, like, I just said, you know, hi, how are you? How you yeah, doing? Like, we're in the elevator, and Imani, she been there with me plenty of times. We're in the elevator. I'm like, yo, how you doing? I'm fine. Yeah. It's like, damn. Okay. Like, but you know, it's like, you know, I'm not asking it just to get a reaction back. It's like, you know, I'm just being courteous and greeting, you know. And some people, like you said, they may have something in them or they dealing with stuff or they haven't learned how to deal with stuff, you know. Exactly. But I don't let that stop me from talking to the next person I get in the elevator with. It's you know what important. I'm saying? It's very important. You can't, you, can't, you can't change who you are because of, you know, society or things yeah. that happen to you. you mm-hmm. know? There's a reason why you are unique to you. You know, and I think that that's something that we wrestle with mm-hmm. in society, mm-hmm. where like we have, because when you see a bunch of people idolizing and, and, and praising one type of people or one type of attitude, you tend to think that, oh, if I am those people, maybe I will be loved, you know, and that's a trap. Mm-hmm. It, it is extremely dangerous. You truly have to be yourself and, and, and um, you know, like attract people that truly 
appreciate you. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to attract people that don't appreciate you, right? Right, right. Because those people appreciate something else. Yeah. You know, and then we are like billions on, on this planet. Yeah. And then we will always be billions until the sun explodes, right? Um, so you should always, you know, be yourself and be the best of you to attract people that truly love and appreciate who you are. Absolutely. And then I think, you know, that's, that's, that's what you can do. You can't. Mm-hmm. You can't stop being who you are. Absolutely. You don't know. You might walk. You know. You want. You might walk into the elevator and then yeah, he's there. Yeah. You say hey, yeah, what's up? He went, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, right. You want to see my track? Oh, why not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah right. It's you know, so many good like, music. Like most of the most of the people we brought on here has been through just organic. Like oh, like what's up? Like the lady we just interviewed in New York, we just was vibing with her at Complex Con. She was nice. We was nice. nice. And, you know, it's just like I, that's, and that's what I said. Like, it comes down to like, how can you connect with the human family? It's very you know what I'm saying? So, we got like five minutes left. I wanted, oh, really? To, yeah, I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to ask you. Yeah, well, you know, we could, we could have did this for three, four hours. I know, I know. But you I want to have so much questions for you. Like, she barely <laughs> asked any know. questions. I know. I asked you all of them. Before. Hey, look, we just got to, we just bring you back. Got it. Yeah, it's all good. We just bring you back. It's all I'm good. I'm just downstairs. So, yeah, that's it. So I wanted to ask you too. Um, what are your goals moving forward? Because we know you, we already talked about it. You're about to start this podcast back. So what's, what's some of your goals moving forward for it? And um, yeah, so, let's start with that. Uh, yeah, a couple of things. Uh, I, I truly want to like open uh, a library mm. in Benin. Um, that's, that's my ultimate goal in life. Mm. Mm. I mean, if you know me, I mean, I talk about career and life and everything, but for me, I will, f- I will feel fulfilled as a human if I can build multiple libraries in Benin so kids can have access to books that they don't have to go to France, they don't have to go to, to the U.S. or U.K. to have. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that those kids that don't have the chance and the luck that I had or many of my friends and other people that I know have to have access to, like, you know, literature, to be able to dream, mm-hmm. and then comic book and, and Anger and just just knowledge, so they can dream, you know, in their head before they physically go to those places. So that's my ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. So for me to get there, <laughs> I have to have a successful career, you know, and and that's one thing. But the podcast is being able to connect with multiple people and share the stories to the world. And then like next season is about like a different topic. Yeah. And. But at the end of the day, it's just the human side. Mm-hmm. Like meeting amazing people like you and Manny and you too. And it's just like many people, in, you know, whether it's in LA, Paris, London, Japan, Philippines, kind of like, you know, meet ordinary people that have extraordinary stories yeah. to share with the world. Yeah. And then I just want to do that until I'm gone. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like share like, Many stories and many beautiful stories as much as possible. That's that's pretty much my goal for the for the podcast. Just oh, hey, that was beautiful, man. <laughs> that was that was beautiful. Uh, <laughs> Thank that's you. beautiful, that was man. Beautiful. You got anything else, honey? I feel like I did have oh, something, yeah, and then I just lost it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I'm gonna say this for the podcast. <laughs> I know. I hate that. I need to start writing that's things fine. down. Um, well, I do want to ask. This was your first time. Being interviewed on a podcast. First time ever. First time ever. How are you feeling? How how was it? I think this, this was great. Mm-hmm. This is great. Um, 
I, I don't know. I, I feel like being shy is not necessarily like a bad thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like all this time, you know, I was like, oh my God, I, 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 even on my Instagram, mm -hmm. like I never show myself. Like, mm -hmm. I, you know, I was like, oh my God, I, I don't want the world to see you me you know mm -hmm. maybe one day i will reveal i will talk to the world the world will know who i am and then you just put me on the spot you know? you're like the you're time is now and then you know, i forgot that we were doing it today you know so i didn't prepare anything i was like oh i'm going okay so i think that i want to do this one million time mm. i want to do this again and again right mm -hmm. and even though I have a fear of just, you know, like showing myself because I'm vulnerable. I feel vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're going to be like, oh, look at this guy, you know. <laughs> he has a weird accent. Oh, oh my God, you know. But like, it doesn't really matter, right? Mm -hmm. What matters is, you know, being myself. And then I know somebody's out there and listening to this. And like, you know what? That was good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Thank exactly. You. Thank you. No, man, we appreciate that was a good you. Question. Thank you. We appreciate you. I just thought of it. Oh. <laughs> so, okay. look, Jewel, hey, we appreciate Thank you, you, brother. You Thank need you. To send me the music, though. Oh, yeah, I'm sending you the money. Right, as soon as we get done. Yeah. I appreciate you. Uh, whenever you uh, start that next episode, uh, you know, me and Imani uh, love to come on there if you want to talk to us. And Absolutely. However, we can support. We're going we're gonna to switch. There we we're go. All gonna we're going to cry together. Sides. We're going to cry together. Gonna cry together. <laughs> yeah. So thank we're you. We're going to make him cry too. Yeah. Oh my I can't goodness. wait. <laughs> here we go. Hey, well, here is to a great episode. Jewel, we love you. Thank you, brother. Thank you and so much. Please guys. come again. Thank you. Thank you.